So more on that in a minute. Do you want to hear a little teaser? Sure. A little, little, little taste? No. That night, Billy was walking alone in an office building. He heard a noise, turned around, and saw Santa Claus charging at him with an axe. You're dead, Billy. Ho, ho. Ah! All right, so that's just a little piece. <laughs> a little taste of the radio show, which we have created. <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. I haven't seen any reviews yet. Uh, Scafidi texted me, oh. or tweeted back saying it's a little dark. Well. <laughs> <laughs> but it is of Halloween, it that's is. the whole point. What are we talking about? This is the annual, now annual because it's the second annual. That's right. Wisconsin's Morning News Halloween radio show. This yeah. was cre- This was a, a brainchild of Eric who found one of these old-timey radio shows from the 1930s or whatever. And when you used to gather around the radio and listen to stories, people would write them and whatever. Yeah. Okay. So, so anyway, we have that one um, that we did last year called The Smoke. This year it's called Santa Claus. And it's a Halloween radio horror show. And this is based on a literary work that you created when you were a child for <laughs> yeah, school. So, so more on that in a minute. Do you want to hear a little teaser? Sure. A little, little, little taste? No. That night, Billy was walking alone in an office building. He heard a noise, turned around, and saw Santa Claus charging at him with an axe. You're dead, Billy. Ho, ho. Alright, so that's just a little piece. <laughs> a little taste of the radio show which we have created. So yes, it is it is a it's so a why is, show. explain to people why Santa is in this show. It's well, a Halloween show. Yeah. But it's it's a nightmare okay. situation with yes. Santa Claus. Nightmarish situation, yeah. hence the, you know, Halloween theme. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I wrote this when I was twelve, and we we've adapted it for the radio. Uh, my teacher said he was very impressed with the solid substance and tight organization, but was disappointed with the gratuitous violence, especially towards Santa Claus and children. So I got <laughs> oh, an A plus for organization, C minus for the violence. When I was twelve years old, they'd haul me away if I wrote this. Well, now. you did get a call home. But your yes, parents backed him off and said, "No, he just he's, he's, he's seen creative. a little bit too much TV." Yeah, he's that's okay. basically what it was. So we have adapted this for the radio. Yes. It became a script. We all, various mm-hmm. members Vince of the team here. the main character. He did a great job. Because you asked me to. Yeah. You, so and, I did. Yeah, and you always go 110%. Uh, Greg Pancake Hill produced it, and it's a work of art. So you can actually hear it right now. Just text the word show. Because it might not air. <laughs> See, you and I have different thoughts on that. <laughs> I think we might be able to squeeze it in. Okay. Well, if you all have right. to have it right now. Text the word show to the, uh, let's see here, the Old National Bank talking text line, 855-616-1620. We'll send you the link. You can hear it right now. Show. And you can hear Santa Claus. It's okay, good. And then I want to hear from you also on the Old National Bank talking text line. <laughs> if you have taken this preview and listened ahead, I'd like to know what you think. He began to laugh. Ho, ho, ho. Santa swung and ah! Billy woke up screaming. Huh. <sighs> Huh. Not another nightmare. I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> Brandon Snyder has sports coming up next. 
time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Behind 33 points from Giannis, the Milwaukee Bucks bounce back following their ugly loss on Sunday to beat the Miami Heat on Monday at Pfizer Forum. This one by a final of 122 to 114. Giannis into the front court, hands it off to Crowder. Crowder will give it to Connaughton, works it back to Giannis. Giannis just inside the three-point line, working on Orlando. Robinson spins around him, and goodness gracious, takes it all out on that rim. One-hand slam, the Greek freak right through the heart of the defense. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTMJ as Giannis completing the dunk to go along with the mean mug there. Damian Lillard also bounced back after scoring just six points in the last game. He added 25, and Bobby Portis had 16 off the Bucks bench. Head coach Adrian Griffin postgame on his team following the 2-1 and one start to their season. You know, this is a very prideful team, and we, we uh, collectively knew that we didn't play up to our standards. But the beauty of this league is, is a quick turnaround, and you get ready for another game, you make your corrections, and you, you, I always say just keep it in perspective. It's, it's a snapshot of where we are, uh, and we continue to get better. This this team is, has just had a, a, a small sample of just being together, but you can see the potential. Next up for the Bucks is their first road game of the season as they'll travel out to Toronto for a Wednesday night matchup with the Raptors. The Green Bay Packers will get back to work this week in preparation for their Week 9 home matchup against the L.A. Rams. Head coach Matt LaFleur addressing the media on Monday talking about his offense following yet another tough loss. We all can see that we, there's a it's a talented group. Um, we just got to make sure that we get everybody on the same page. And, um, you know, you, you just can't have – it seems like every play that we're out there, it, it's it, – some, something happens. Somebody makes a mistake, and it, it sets everything back. The NFL trade deadline is also set for later this afternoon. The floor was asked if the Packers are a team that should add to their roster. That's not even a part of my thinking. My thinking is all about just how do we get our guys to feel confident about what they're doing, going out there, playing fast, playing decisively, um, and executing. Deadline to make a deal for teams is set for 3 p.m. today. And lastly, Milwaukee Brewers manager Craig Council meeting with the Cleveland Guardians on Monday about their managerial opening. Council's contract with Milwaukee is all set to expire today. So... Developing story, keep an eye on uh, some Brewers news, hopefully in the next coming days. You say weeks, I say days. I can give it a couple of weeks. Because <laughs> now you got to come back and talk to your guys and whatever. Sure. Yeah. Halloween snow is falling. We'll talk live with Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski next. on Wisconsin's Morning News. Business first, as we bring in Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski. I had to talk a little bit about the snow today, Niz, and then I, I, I want some commentary from you on what we've posted today with our kid Halloween costumes. But in yeah, a moment, some first, of that. yeah, let's let's do the snow. You got one to two inland. Where are you looking for the highest accumulations? Yeah, it's kind of tricky because what I think... Okay, so everybody's going to get this round this morning where, you know, the roads might get a little bit slippery. You're probably, you know, dusting mainly on the grassy surfaces. Watching kind of a secondary band that sets up this afternoon where it could be a pretty good heavier burst uh, for even here in the city of Milwaukee. It's kind of lake enhanced. So the trick is... 
is you want to be far away from the lake enough that you don't get the warming effects of the lake, but you don't want to be too far inland. So with the two rounds, I would say communities that have the best chance of getting like two inches will be some of the immediate suburbs like like Wauwatosa, Brookfield, Franklin, up to Menominee Falls, Germantown. Then you get west of there, and I think you have a less of a chance getting two inches. And then if you get too close to Lake Michigan, uh, then you get some mixing. So Niz, I have trick or treating tonight in my neighborhood. Should I be <laughs> should I be shoveling? Will I have to like brush <laughs> snow off the drive and the sidewalk? Uh, you know, I think there might be a little bit of slush on the concrete, but I think like these these amounts that I'm showing on the map, like one inch or two inches, that's mostly on the grass. Um, I there could be a little bit of slop. Uh, on the concrete surfaces, especially like ones that, you know, are in the shade most of the time, then it will accumulate maybe on some of that concrete. But most of us are going to get away with having to shovel. But yeah, the kids, I mean, they're going to be, they're going to be stepping through some slush and, and whatnot. I'll tell you right now, if I had trick or treat, I'd be telling the kids, get off my lawn. I don't want you stepping no. on my lawn with that <laughs> snow on that, like that. No treat yep. for you. Speaking of exactly. which. Exactly. So it's up at WTMJ.com. It's on the WTMJ Facebook page. I've shared it on my social media as well. you got you got to look at these pictures. Our guy Dylan Carter here, our digital guy, said, hey, give me a couple of childhood pictures of your Halloween costumes. And so my mother raised me and has me. She used to hand sew all our costumes wow. when we were kids, and they were fantastic. But there's one, there's me holding the pumpkin in my little Davy Crockett outfit. Nice, yeah. I was Robin one year, yeah. Batman and Robin. Here's did you see this, Niz? Did you see Eric's I did. picture? So is this the one of uh, that has like the VIP hat on yeah, yeah. and uh, <laughs> holding up a very lifelike pistol? <laughs> Eric's in like some some sort of pseudo military fatigue. He's got a hat that says VIP. He's got shades, a cigarette dangling from his mouth, and he's holding yeah. a gun. What? How, what yeah, are how, you there? How, I I, I want to say I was probably in fifth or sixth grade. I also have like a gun with a bayonet on it around my oh, shoulder. Yeah. And it's a fake cigarette yeah. that my brother made for me. And if you look at my pocket, I have a little cigarette pack in my pocket too that he made. <laughs> nice. for me. I don't, it was me just digging through the closet. I found some some type of army looking shirt and put it on and then the rest is That better. sounds like something you and Spike would wear, Niz. Yeah, the, the cig is a nice touch for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was a big, I was a big candy cigarette guy for sure. Like at least through fifth grade. <laughs> what do we but, call his cod? What is it? I've been calling it the well-armed gosh. VIP. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Like, yeah, that's like old school, like like uh, Woodstock concert guy who could just be, you know, just making sure everybody's in order. <laughs> Some sort. I have no idea what that is. That's a that's that's a really good. It's a good look. That's yeah. what it is, is. Okay, number one costume that your parents would be embarrassed that you once wore. Oh my goodness. Well, the the easiest one is. Do you guys remember the the? Uh, I hope I can say this. The show Jackass. Remember Jackass? Yeah. Yes. Oh, sure. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. So remember Party Boy was the guy who would go into like a random Walmart and he'd have a jumpsuit on and then he'd unzip it and he'd have uh, a speedo on under it and he'd have a boombox and he would just dance around and stuff. I was part. I was Party Boy on State Street in Madison. So I would literally go up on like the top. Like in the big crowd of everything, and I would do the party boy thing. <laughs> do the and party it boy was bad. thing. <laughs> I gotta get on the news, guys. We'll, we'll see you later. You, no, no, I want Let more stories. <laughs> Actually, it's probably good we're out of time.
Siding Unlimited, WDTMJ News Time, 736. Bucks bounced right back. Brandon Snide has sports coming up at 745. Not just in America. They're celebrating Halloween in Australia. Of trick-or-treating is relatively new in Australia. Small groups have been going door-to-door for the annual holiday for just a handful of years. Now it seems Halloween has caught on. This year, Australia's got the top three costumes. Witches, vampires and Barbie. No surprise given the phenomenon of the movie. Paul Zara from Australia's Retail Association. The kids are Spider-Man, Princess and Ghost. Scott Mayman for CBS News, Canberra, Australia. Spider-Man, Princess and Ghost. Those are so 1950. Come right, on, yeah, you guys catch up. <laughs> I'm waiting for Australia's well-armed VIP. <laughs> oh, you, you think they have one? I bet they do. I'm There'll sure be some kid that looks like me when I was 12. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk. That's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. Okay, mate. An hour from now, would that work for you to play the holiday show? We have time. We could we could slot it in at eight forty. I say yes. How long is it? Doesn't matter how long it is. How long is it? It's it's about <laughs> the quality of the product. Pancake. How long is it? Uh, clock's in about seven minutes. Seven minutes. E. So it dropped this morning. We dropped it at 6A, and it's off the charts. People are playing it like crazy right now. It's on That's our true. It is available for you right now. What are we talking about? The annual, the second annual Halloween radio show mm-hmm. written by Eric Bilstead, produced by Greg Pancake Hill, producer of the program. He's like a maestro. It's a wonderful production. And featuring various of the WTMJ yeah. players. You yeah. gave us parts. Mm-hmm. We all participated. And you knocked it out of the park. I don't like it, but <laughs> but you, it was important to you. Yes. To, so I gave you everything I got. So you can find it right now. It's on the website. Uh, it's also, if you just text the word show to the old National Bank Talking Text Line, 855-616-1620, we'll send you a link back. You can hear it right now. So yeah, you're good. We can play it on the Fine. air. Fine. We'll play it at 840. This morning. <laughs> Do you want a little snippet? Do you want just a little tease? A little something? Sure. Okay, well, so it's about Santa Claus, but this is a Halloween radio show, so you know that means bad things. That night, Billy was walking alone in an office building. He heard a noise, turned around, and saw Santa Claus charging at him with an axe. You're dead, Billy. Ho, ho. <laughs> Now, it's not for the faint of heart. We can't air this. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hint of violence to yeah. it. Yeah. Everything on television is violent. What are you All talking right. about? Fine. 840 <laughs> yes, is yes. when we'll play the Halloween radio show. Brandon Snyde has sports coming up next. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. After losing in ugly fashion on Sunday night to the Atlanta Hawks, the Milwaukee Bucks bounce back for the 122-114 win over the Miami Heat on Monday. Now the ball's loose in midcourt. It was mishandled by Butler, picked up by Lopez. He feeds ahead to Dame, and Dame rips the cords. A three-pointer from Damian Lillard on the right wing, and the Bucks starting to get cooking from outside now. Dave Kane on the call there as Lillard added three of his 25 points on the night there. Giannis leading the Bucks with 33, and Milwaukee secures their second win of the season. Next up for the Bucks is a road matchup in Toronto against the Raptors on Wednesday. Week 8 of the NFL season concluded on Monday night as the Lions beat the Las Vegas Raiders by a final score of 26-14. to The Packers will now turn their attention to the LA Rams in Week 9. Head coach Matt LaFleur meeting with the media on Monday talking 
about possible changes to get his offense going starting this week. Yeah, we're, we're going to shake some things up in terms of our process. There's a limited amount of reps that go throughout the course of the week in terms of practice and then you got your walkthroughs and just trying to be a little bit more intentional and making sure that we're giving our guys what they need in order to go out there and and play fast. I guess. I mean, you can't just keep saying we have to play better. Sure. It's something. I guess. Change something. something. I mean, you have nothing to lose at this point. I had... You know what? I'm, I'm a golfer, and I, I asked this of mm-hmm. uh, a professional, a ladies' professional golfer. One time, we were we were talking, and I had an opportunity to meet her. And I said, "Hey, tell me about like when you get to one of those holes, and every every golfer has it. I hate this hole. I do bad on this hole. It's your nemesis hole, whatever. So you play a lot of the courses over and over again. So you get to that hole, you're on the box, and you know this is not your hole. So what do you, what do you do? She right. said, "I change something." If I usually hit driver, maybe I try to hit three wood. If I usually try to play a cut, instead I play a dri- like change. Don't just stand there and hope for a better result. Making I adjustments. change something. I thought that was great advice. We'll see if it works out. We there you go. With We're going to win out. Run yeah. the table at Lambeau Field. The NFL <laughs> trade deadline also set for today. Teams have until three p.m. to make a deal. And lastly, big news out of this morning out of the NBA is the Philadelphia 76ers have agreed to send All Star guard James Harden to the L.A. Clippers. ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski with the latest. So the Sixers get uh, two first, uh, two second round picks and a pick swap uh, in this deal for James Harden and the Clippers. Now they get to pair Harden with Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and his old Oklahoma City and Houston teammate, Russell Westbrook. Real quick, Vinny, before I pass it off to you, some news for the Milwaukee Brewers. Cleveland Guardians met with... Manager Craig Council on Monday at Progressive Field in regards to their open managerial job. Council, who led the Brew Crew to the playoffs five of the last six seasons, his contract is set to expire today with Milwaukee. He ain't going to Cleveland. I mean, have I a cup think, of coffee with him, but that, that's, that's got to be not, at the bottom, right? that is not, bottom, That bottom. is not the job. Yeah, no, absolutely not. 747, Mark Tauscher joins us live next. Idea man. You can't have any nuanced thought. Everything has to be winning and losing. And that's where I think the sportification of politics is really stupid. Innovative. How do we find some common ground? Sports, I'm not interested in finding common ground with the Bears. I want to throttle. And in politics, we have now gotten to the point where we just want to throttle people. We want to make them look like idiots, and then we want to bury them. I don't think that's good for anybody. And Packers Hall of Famer. You just created, Maybe I'm wrong. Did you just create a term, the sportification of politics? Because it's brilliant. It's time for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News is sponsored by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and by Kohler Services as well. Hey, Tausch, trade deadline in the NFL today. It's not what it is in Major League Baseball, where you have all these teams, deal, where everybody's dealing, everybody's a seller, or everybody's uh, a buyer. It's kind of juicy, though. What do we got? Are we like, are we going to sell? Are we going to buy? Do we stand pat? Yeah, it's it's an interesting question because I don't think you know we've we heard all offseason that we're not rebuilding, but it certainly looks like we're rebuilding. So I, I think you know this offense, which has struggled to epic proportions over the last month, five games. You know a veteran wideout would look great and would help Jordan Love. So I think Green Bay is in that weird scenario where if the right offer comes for one of their veterans. You have to think seriously about it. But then on the flip side of it, they've obviously, you know, Jay Glazer, Schefter, all these guys have been reporting that they're looking at running backs, which 
You know, Jonathan Taylor when he was before he had signed with the Colts. So you you get the sense that if they can add the right piece, you know, if it's D Hop or if it's a wideout that I think could come in and help some of these young guys develop, I'd be all in for that because right now it just feels like there's a lot of um, you know all of that youth and inexperience is leading to a ton of inconsistency and what you don't want to have happen is bad habits and established where, well, this is kind of the normal, this is the new normal. We don't want any of that. So to answer your question, I think defensively, if there's a couple of guys that you think you can get a second, third-round pick for, very few guys on that side of the ball that I'd say, other than Kenny Clark and obviously Rashawn Gary, outside of the young guys, I'd be all right with trading those guys. But on the offensive side, I would love to see Green Bay go out and get a veteran player, especially at that wide receiver, tight end, or running back spot. In terms of what the Packers are doing day-to-day, Brandon just had a cut from uh, head coach Matt LaFleur who said, well, we're changing up some things with our processes, we're making changes in how we run practice, this, that, or the other. I mean, they small sound like small things, but I was saying, Tausch, like, you can't just keep trotting out there and doing the same thing, right? Change something, change anything, see if you can disrupt the mojo. Yeah, you can't, uh, what's that old saying, uh, if you continue to do the same thing over and over again in that insanity and you expect different results, well, you need to mix things up, and it could be personnel, it could be practice, and a lot of times you get into this rut, and the NFL season is a long grind anyways, and when things aren't going well, you need to find some juice. You need to bring it if it's, you know, what I always loved, and we did this the year we stunk, which was 05, I got to catch a touchdown pass. You do little things. <laughs> yes. You get the ball into your playmaker's hands, Vinny. You, you bring some things that bring juice to practice, that get some laughs, that get some added excitement. And a lot of times coaches, they underestimate how important that is for morale and for you know for just for the general good vibes that you need to have. You can get fall into this, and especially when you're losing. So to continue to just do the same thing and say, well, we're going to get better, we're going to get better. You have to shake things up, too. It can't just be the same status quo and expect you to get a ton of different results. Okay, Halloween today, and we were laughing. at We were teasing Eric before because our digital guy, Dylan Carter, asked for, like, childhood photos of us in costumes. And Eric, Eric submitted this photo, and I don't know if you had a chance to see it. Let me describe it if you haven't for folks listening. So Eric is in this, like, sort of paramilitary-type shirt. He's wearing a hat that says VIP. He's got the shades... And then he's sporting a cigarette dangling from his lips and a pistol. <laughs> it's a America. Yeah, America. I, I did see it. I thought, wow, that's awesome. And then my first question was, uh, Bill said, would you let any of your kids walk out of the house with that costume? <laughs> Absolutely not. No. He wouldn't. <laughs> right? No, There's right? He would not. I, uh, <laughs> indeed it was. I the, uh, the, just the, And the way you have the cigarette, candy cigarette, I believe, uh, like just dangling from yeah. your lips, it looks like that ain't your first rodeo. <laughs> yeah. is, that's what that's too comfortable. Like. You know what? And if you look closely, yeah. my brother actually made me a cigarette pack. If you look closely <laughs> in my breast pocket, you can see oh, that cigarettes there. So I actually have more that he but made I, for me. Did your mom take that picture? I bet she did. She had to have, right? And <laughs> <laughs> that was fine. All right, the boys are going well, out. I, I guess. I, you start thinking back to like the stuff that we did when we were yeah. kids. When it came, it comes to 
all that stuff, egging it. Yeah. But just I just remember thinking, man, it was sweet when you'd get those candy cigarettes in the thing and you'd put it in and you thought you were the coolest cat in town. Right. And uh, obviously times have changed and people have gotten a little bit wiser when it comes to that stuff. But. Yeah, I don't think that uh, I don't think that ensemble that Billstead has in that picture probably is going to fly in any neighborhood uh, anywhere in the U.S. at this point. You know, I thought the drill too was to submit childhood pictures, like that was going to be funny. Okay, yeah. Oh, Matzik, Greg Matzik here. All all of his are him as an adult <laughs> from like last year. Jeez, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> that was just from like three days ago. Yeah, he right? doesn't. Yeah, I don't think the. He's got a tiger in here. He's got Blue Man Group. They're all up online at wtmj.com or on our Facebook page and social media as well. You're not dressing up today, are you, Tausch? I am. Oh, yeah, I don't. Right. Yeah, we got. Uh, we do a theme deal every year, and usually okay, we let Eleanor drive the bus. Yeah. She's got a bunch. Of, she's got a bunch of ideas. I'm not 100 percent sure how far I'm going to go down that road, but. She typically can get me to do whatever she wants me to do. Well, see if you can mix in a candy cigarette. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'll dig deep. And if not, I'm going to come down to Billstead's neighborhood. I think that's where they're handing those out. <laughs> well, he does live in Menominee Falls. I mean, <laughs> the well-armed VIP would be well-received. <laughs> Thanks, Tausch.